0: Well, welcome to 2019. I am Peter Wheaton and this is the first Petten podcast for for the year. And today we're going to talk about goal selection uh, and whether you're going to be the student or the preacher. I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas and New Year's. And I'm going to try and keep these podcasts a bit shorter than what we've done before. So we're going to try and keep them down to around seven minutes. This year we're going to change a few things around, and I discovered something really amazing over the last week between Christmas and New Year. I usually sit down and I evaluate my year to understand whether I've been the student or the preacher. Ironically, I discovered that the last ninety days of the year I became the preacher. So what's the difference, and how the hell does this work work with your goal selection and what you want to achieve? Think of what's a preacher. Everyone sees a a bloke standing on a pulpit talking about something he's learned, spreading it around a congregation of people. That's one sort of preacher. Another sort of preacher is someone who's got an opinion on everything. He knows about everything and has his own opinion pushing it out to everyone, which is mostly a lot of people who don't understand online businesses. Another form of a, a preacher is someone who lives by their experience and if it didn't work for them, it can't work for anyone else. Another form of a preacher is someone who draws a conclusion on something without any knowledge about it. And finally, the other sort of preacher is someone who points the finger at someone. Now, interestingly enough, we all do that. We've all been to events, we've all been to different things over the last year or so, and we listen to some bloke get up there and yarn about something, and we've gone, oh, what a load of crap, I don't believe in that. Well, that's being a preacher. Um, We've all gone to events and we've had experience in things that didn't work out the way he's saying, and I've been to a few real estate ones, uh, especially a financial advisor one, where I pull myself up, thankfully, to say, you're here to listen. You're here to be the student. A student listens. He doesn't talk. He doesn't preach. And even though I totally disagreed with the direction that this financial advisor was going, I learned something. Probably not the way I want to go. So you become the student, and a student has his ears open and his eyes open, not his mouth. A preacher has to fit in. We all know those preachers at a party who have to stand out and be the the life of the party, and sometimes it's quite comical. It is. Some of them do a wonderful job. And then you get the odd one who just goes over the board and, and wrecks it. When it comes to business or your job, are you there getting the job done? If you've got managers above you, they want to be the preachers because they want all the glory, they want to want all the work done. But they're the ones who talk about it. They don't do it, but they talk about it. Now the interesting thing is I had to dart across before Christmas and look at our, a couple of our hay operations in Northern Australia and I came across a bunch of preachers, everyone telling me that I didn't know what I was doing and, you know, you should be doing it this way and you shouldn't be doing that and you shouldn't be doing something else. And and I thought, you know what, I I'll, 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 I listened. I listened. I said, okay, what um, what can I... How can I show them this is the right way? And then I thought, well, I don't really need to because I run the business, I own the businesses. It's not about showing people up. It's about listening to what they've got to say. Anyway, so I let them go. And one of the big issues was that we couldn't... We needed more men. We always need more men. Anyway, so a few days before Christmas, we got some really hot weather, so I decided to cut this 200 acres of hay myself. And, yes, I had to do a few more hours than normal. But when they came back after Christmas, we were watering and and doing a lot of fertiliser. All that was done. Anyway, and they came back, well, who helped you? I said, well, no-one helped me. I just did it. And being a student is doing it. Being a student is not trying to find... A cop-out it's about getting in doing the job now there's not a lot to cutting hay you go in with a with a uh, self-propelled combine mulcher you go in and cut it on the ground and then you roll it together with one of the hay wraps and when the temperature is right you bale it now because it was a lighter crop coming into the wet season up here we just rolled three, three rows together. That's all I did was roll three together so that then there was less pass with the baler. You know, it was a speculator crop, so, you know, and luckily enough, we ended up getting five days with no rain. And the day we had finished, we had the hay all in the shed and down she came. We had the hay in the shed and all the fertiliser on and the manure being spread across. And it was one person. Now, interestingly enough, you would never ask one person to do 17 hours, but it's my business, it's my baby. I loved it, I loved being outside, I loved getting out there, I had my plan, and when it's your own, 17, 18 hours a day, who cares? You know, we we only took off something like uh, 180 round bars. But there were 180 round bales, we probably wouldn't have, we would have had to have waited until April. So they're sitting in the shed. So when the wet season does hit the north, we know that people are going to want those because the buffalo fly will come in and chew the hell out of the cattle and it'll keep raining. So for the first time ever, we actually got it together. Now, normally when I put a crew on you know, for that size place, you probably have three people. Very simple job. I mean, you don't need three people, but safety wise, I suppose it's worthwhile. And they only come on for the hay. And one of the biggest preachers of the lot, which was what I call him the junior CEO, he said to me, I said, I guess I, guess I opened my mouth too much. I said, yeah, but you've got to learn somehow. There's always a bigger picture than where you are. A preacher won't see that bigger picture. A student is happy to accept and listen. He may not agree with it, but he's happy to ask questions. And that's when we come into goal selection for 2019. Now, you could be listening to this. You could be in a job. You could be working for someone you don't like, or you could be in a business that is just doing it tough. And if it's a regional business, there's a lot of them doing it tough. There's a lot of them because it hasn't rained. I know on our place further south, We got a little bit of rain, but not enough to get too excited with. But I I also had that ounce of gratitude to say, well, you know, the season has changed. The season changed about eight months ago, and we're going to see over the next 15 months a real change, hopefully, um, if it goes back following the old sheep patterns of, of the past. But you have to sit and look and watch, and that's what a student does. So when you're selecting your goals today, tomorrow, or right through the next week or so, what are you going to be? You're going to be the student who is actively looking, listening or you're going to be one of those five preachers. Now, as a boss, I don't mind someone coming up and giving me their opinion. Right? I have no problem with that. If they, If we can find a better way to do something and they've got it, I'm open to listen. Sometimes their ideas just don't work. But that's fine. You, you can't rubbish that in people. But when you're selecting your own goals, you want to make sure you're not preaching to yourself. And that's one of the things I found I was doing in the last six months of running this online business. I had all the lingo. I had all the words. I've got that much content written down. It could last 12 years. Never sent any of it out. Never sent any of it out. What good is it sitting in my documents file if no one else can read it? And that's what the game is. So make sure you're not preaching to yourself, especially preaching how great you're going or how you're achieving. I mean, one of the, one of the levelers in life is results. If you are look, and go and do, do this now, go and look at your bank account. You haven't got 25000 $50,000 in there, maybe you're doing something wrong. But guess what? The average wage earner will not have that sort of money in their account. The average small business owner will not have 50K in his account because they're so wrapped up in those business models. You have to change something. You have to go and learn something. The bloke who changed my way of looking at finance was Robert Kiyosaki. And everyone knows Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but he had a certain formula that I took on 10 years ago. Now, the first two years, I thought I was gonna get my throat cut because we were so starved But after one really bumper year, we're never short of it, never, ever short of it. Now, I'd gone to financial advisors, I'd gone to accountants, I'd gone to all these people who told me they knew. I learned that on one podcast, one podcast. So I became the student If I became the preacher, I would just follow what everyone else said. I would follow that line of telling people what I thought. I mentioned earlier about this financial advisor. He absolutely scared me, some of his theories. And I thought, you know what? Sometimes you've got to listen and get hurt. So don't be afraid to do that in 2019. If you're selecting a group of girls to be fit and healthy, like, and a bit of a plug to... uh, uh, Tmac20 hash Tmac20. I've joined up with their uh, uh, yoga 30-day challenge, which will be interesting. I've been like a bit of H I iron, so that should be really interesting to see how that goes. But it was one of the goals I had was get on there, do it. It's free, so if anyone wants to have a look at it, jo- join us over on Tmac20 TMAC, uh, um, or Tmac Fitness. Uh, join it. It's going to be a bit of fun because we'll be posting photos and you'll see how bloody bent and unbent I really am. But it was a goal to further myself. But I also wrote down, when I put that goal down this morning, what I expected from it. In the 30 days, I'm going to try and lose 7 kilos. Or I am going to lose. I'm not going to try. I'm going to work towards losing 7 kilos. I've got to be the student. I'm going to follow his plan. I'm not following mine because my... Mine gets stuck in a a beer glass and and a fridge. They're not good plans. So I'm following his plan. I'm going to be the student. I'm going to make sure this month is setting setting the tone of being that student. It doesn't mean take crap from anyone else if I don't think it's right, but be the student. Set a discipline that starts now that you can slowly build on. Now, the other thing that I've changed, and I did this for the first three months last year, I broke Each month up into 15 days. So I had a specific goal for 15 days. Now, in this next 12, this next one's really 12 days because we have an event happening in Sydney. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to get 10 or 15 people to this event. 10 people will come to the event. I'm looking for seven people to get started at an M7 rate and five of those people to join me over in Phuket in March. So that's my intention. I've put it out there. And I've written it down. I've I've done the same thing for the TMAC. They're 30 days. So it covers the 30 days. And then I've got another goal in the next 15 days is to make sure that I bring in five more new people. Five more new people who want to get started in a career in the personal development industry building it. My ultimate goal is to buy another irrigation place at the end of the year, which we've been able to do every year. We have one lined up over in Broome, which we'll probably take delivery of a bit earlier than that. But it's there. All the working and the working document for each one of those goals is in in Google Docs. So every day, every day I open up every document in the morning first thing, or after I've done my fitness and all of that for the first hour, I keep that as my hour of power where I put energy into my body, energy into my head and become the student and learn something in that first hour. I don't worry about emails, phone calls, television or any of that crap. That is my powerful moment. That is the one I'm going to end with each night now. Now normally I would just have a bit of a flick over my goals and look at everything before I went to bed, where now I'm just going to put a few little things in each day, so that I start with my goals of the morning, I keep them in there, and when I go to bed I'm dreaming about Thinking about the goals. I'm not thinking about anything on telly or anything like that. So you're starting to create that habit of making your mind work for you. And just doing it in the last couple of days, like this morning, I had a bucket of things to write down that started to come and happen, all because I'm focusing on it. So there's a couple of ideas that you can get started with 2019. But in 2019, set up your months to win. If you don't want to do... Uh, I used to always do 90 days because our whole business runs on a 90-day plan. But I've changed that now so that it becomes more... You've got to use more energy. You want to know in that first 15 days you might have pulled in 20 grand or 10 grand or 5 grand. Well, straight away you've got marketing money or you've got money to do on play and go places in the last 15. You can set things up. Being the preacher doesn't work that way. If you keep telling yourself or telling yourself you're doing a good job when you're not really doing it or, or giving a reason for your, your inability to do your exercise or eat properly, you're only cheating yourself. And then you join the herd of people who play that CD over and over again. So become the student. That's the real message in this podcast today. Go down, sit down with your goals, but be the student. Break your month up. Have a look at what you did over the last couple of years and pick three things. This is a key one. Three things you don't want to think about anymore. Now, obviously, if it's <laughs> you're in a bit of a debt problem, you know what? Go looking on sites of people who've got out of debt. There's nothing in your head now that's going to change unless you go and learn something new. And that's one of the big key things, that, I, and that's being the student. If you're in debt and you've got credit card debt and you've got extensions, maybe you need to go and talk to someone who can help you manage money or take a course on learning how to manage money. You've got to be the student. If you're overweight, a bit like me, <laughs> too much beer and plum pudding, um, you've got to take on something and learn something new. Create a different mindset, create a different meaning, create a different belief. If you're having relationship problems, you know what? Maybe you have to look at... at a, there's a number of books on Amazon and they're only three or four bucks because they're a Kindle. Go and learn something. You might find that it is you. <laughs> I did. I, how to connect better with, with, uh, in relationships. So you've got to learn that. That's being the student, being willing to let go of everything you know to go chasing what you really want. And I'm sure there's books online about how to set goals and how to get results and, and you know all the things that you want, but you must be the student. Now, I'm going to ask you this question. This will be the last thing we do today. And, and I asked this to one of my prospects. His goal was to earn $500,000 in a single year. Now, most people are going to say, and it's probably rightly so, it's impossible for you to do it unless you're on a massive CEO role in some massive company. So true. But what happens if it was possible to do that? 60000 a month. $60,000 a month. Is it possible? $15,000 a week. $15,000 a week in my business is three people starting in M7. Three. Which means you'd have to put 12 people through a month. Is it possible? You've got to open your eyes to other things you don't know. Break it down. If you're there's not many, many small businesses that are going to pay you 100, 200,000 a year. There's not many businesses that are going to give you a bonus of a part-time bonus of even 1,800 dollars a year, or 1,800 dollars a month. But what happens if you found a business that you could do part-time, where you were the student, you were learning, and you were building and creating an income. What would happen then? How would your life change? Because that's the opportunity we have here at Penton Lifestyle. We're looking for those people who are the students, those people willing to learn, those people who do want some money. You may be in debt now and going, well, you know what, I don't want this crappy old car anymore. I want to go and buy, like I'm aiming to do, a uh, V6 turbo diesel Mercedes, which I've already been criticised for because they're a Nissan. Well, they're Mercedes to me. Same price as all the land crews, the things we have to put on the stations, it's just that this looks a bit better. Put it down and work out what you have to do. Work out what you have to learn. Work out who you need to learn it from. That is being the student. I hope everyone has a wonderful start to 2019 because this is a year that I'm going to really put a lot of my learning into action. And I think we've got some good messages and I think some of the messages that that we'll be talking about are really close to heart for me because I had to let go of being a preacher. This year is about being the student of success and that means financially, happiness, confidence and the ability to move on. And that ability to move on and let go is power. Have an amazing uh, start to the year, and I'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Cheers.